should tell him about the time we faced you. All right. Well, as I remember... At Avenger headquarters... Because United the Avengers are strong. Welcome everybody to the MCU DNT Plus podcast with myself, Andy Stead. I'm Jason Carter. And I'm Jorian Gibson. Good stuff, lads. Good stuff. Good to be back again. Um, episode three for us. Uh, I think the last episode went down really well. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. We covered a lot on it. Uh, had a lot of feedback from that one too. So we're, we're making good progress with this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So we uh, let's get stuck straight into to this week's sort of themes then where as always we're going to go over what we've been doing on the group jason we're going to come to you in a moment for that jarian's going to update us on some news we've got a big piece of news and a small piece of news for you guys um and then we're going to have a little look at some loki theories we've had a couple more episodes of loki since our last podcast episode um and we're going to see if we can pick that apart a little bit so jason What's been happening on the groups this week? Is there anything that's been really prominent that's really stuck out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the thing that's really stood out the most, and I mean, I think the members love it so, so, so much, but I mean, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Band's over, so, so yeah. it gets back in, you know? Um, no, but uh, we've had a lot, a lot of great stuff um, with the podcast rolling. Everybody's getting their theories in. We've had some amazing theories. We'll get to there and Jarian brings some of them up um also too andy the um the uh contest that you had started i believe we mentioned it you briefly mentioned it last uh, episode but you got that nice and rolling i mean some of the talent in this group is it's insane i mean artists and you know uh molders sculptors and crocheters it's absolutely insane the reach that uh, some of these members have and i love being able to see it and giving them a place to showcase it you know, so we got that rolling. That's going to be a fun one. And um, what, what did we say? What were the prizes for that? So I've got, I've managed to get, and if anybody's watching us talk today, in the next episode behind me, rather than seeing my gym, you're <laughs> going to see some awesome backdrops um, of some movie banners that um, a friend of mine um, has uh, kindly sort of donated to us. But he's also, awesome. it, yeah, it is yes. awesome. They're going to look good. It's going to look really cool. I'm really excited to show you guys. But um, anyway, as far as the competition is concerned, uh, this particular friend of mine, Timmy's name is, uh, he owns his own firm. Uh, it's buying and selling movie posters. All, he ships them all over the world. But he's donated a Black Widow uh, movie poster. It's quite a large movie poster. You know, nice. sort of authentic Black Widow movie poster. So that's that's the sort of, that's one of the prizes. That's a physical prize that, that the guys get. They're also going to get to put their, the winning, the winner, the person who wins the competition, is going to get to put their art or their their entry as our banner for a week. We've, that's uh, right, yeah. I, I got a, I convinced Grant he's in for it. He's, he yeah, thinks yeah, it's yeah. actually a great idea. So I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. And, and, and of course, they get bragging rights. They get, yeah. they get bragging rights Have on the group. They get, yeah, yeah, they get to say, that. they get to say, I won. I'm number one. So yep. that's gonna. I'm gonna. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that at the very end. we just. I'll just say some of the entries and just get, I'll go through what's gonna happen there. Um, but yeah, no, I think the group's been really active. I'll tell you what I've really liked over the last two weeks. On well, not just the last two weeks, but what I've seen over the last two weeks is when we do get something on the group that is. Um, let's just say unsavory. Yeah, yeah. It, it is absolutely amazing to see so many members just go, hold on a moment. Yep. You know, that's the entire what... community comes together. You know, yeah. It, it, yeah. it is. We don't have to, you know, really enforce it or even do our jobs anymore. You know, the members, they stick up for the group itself, which it makes me feel so good inside because it, it shows that this really is a home for them. You know, they're proud of this group, just like we are. Yep, you know, absolutely. so it, it's, you know, it's amazing to see them, you know, stand up and want to keep it nice and keep it clean. It's not just, you know, a regular old <laughs> meme group online where everybody's throwing dirty jokes and, you know, being rude. Keeping you know? it keeping it clean with my language post yesterday. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's going to be a tricky one for me. I'm trying. I'm no, trying. <laughs> a lot of people went, did you put their hands up? And were like, yeah, I'm sorry. And I'm like, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. A, but, a, big, a big thing I've noticed with, with this group versus other groups that I've been in is that when you ask a question, people like to start jumping on you. Well, 
go search the group, go read something, yeah. go Google, Google it. it. Yeah, yeah, type of thing, which, you know, people, it's, you know, not everyone's into fully into the comics. Some people are MCU fans only. Um, so I like when I see someone said, hey, you know, go look at this comic number or this series Specific of comics. Picks. Specifically, yeah. that's more helpful than just saying go Google it or go read a comic book. So Absolutely. And I mean, yeah. that plays into that's the type of group we are. That's part of it. We're, you know, discussions and helping these new fans yep. and, you know, newcomers come and, you know, get into it because, as you know, veteran, you know, comics and movie buffs like ourselves, half the fun of the MCU is relating it back to the comics and, you know, storylines and characters and making that connection. So I want all these new people who aren't so much into comics, don't read them that much to be able to have that fun too, you know? And relate a big part why I like doing um, a lot of my uh, character breakdown posts, yep. you know, for upcoming, you know, characters who are going to be in the mcu i'm gonna start getting now that i'm back obviously i'm gonna start uh doing a lot more of those so it'll be good mm. but just one more thing before we go on to news just what you said there about relating it back to comics but relating it back to real life as well i think there was um there was a post a couple of weeks ago um that was uh asking if we can feel uh, if anybody's sort of felt the same sort of emotions yep. as yes. loki felt when he was watching you know, his mum passed away. And some of the some of the sort of people laying things out there um in the in the sort of it got deep. Absolutely. Yeah. Deep. And that was it's so it's so nice that people can sort of share that in our group. And I guess that I guess that um I guess there's distance there, isn't there? You know, you're not sharing it with your with your best friend who lives next door or the person mm -hmm. over the road, but you know, you you're sharing it with people who have got something in common with you. Yep. So I think they can kind of relate a little bit. So um yeah, no, that's really good. Cool. All right. So there's been some good things going on in the group this week. And one last thing, we're up to, I think we're nearly at 14,000 members. Yeah, uh, that's right. wild, huh? That's I mean, today. Yeah. Dude, and that's in good. just over three months. That's insane. Yeah, that's good. So um, let's go on for some news then. Jarian, what have we had this week? Yeah, so it's uh, the news cycle hasn't been as busy this week, but it seems like the past couple of days, the news train got rolling. So uh, the first piece is, is kind of breaking news that I just saw before we got on here uh, was that it looks like they changed the post credit scene of WandaVision. Um, so it looks like they changed the scenery a little bit. Maybe they reshot some stuff. But the biggest thing, though, with that is it looks like someone is floating um, in the background. So is it Doctor Strange doing like a projection? Is it White Vision? Is it something with Wanda? Um, but then they also, too, added a couple more things to the credits. So I don't know if just because after everything is starting to pick back up where they can film more in person that they changed some things um, yeah, they might or, or they just um, they just decided they wanted to refix re or readjust something or fix something from the original airing of the show. So I, I well, posted an had... article in the group about it. So you can go read about the whole information about the difference there. Yeah, when you had uh, just mentioned to us that uh, right before we started airing here, um, my first thought was, the whole uh, story about, you know, the, the actual ending they were going to have with Doctor Strange showing yep. up. I wonder it's if they yeah. shot that, if they have any footage of that, and maybe that's a part of it. You know, just the extra footage they had lying around, or if this is, like you said, if this is something they just, uh, you know, reshot now, yep. that, you know, a lot of the COVID's being up so they can start getting back into person. That'd be really interesting to see how they, you know, going back on that. Yeah, maybe I mean, they're I making a, a, a more stronger tie to Multiverse of Madness that's coming up soon with that yes. scene, maybe. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, maybe, maybe they were waiting until Loki had aired to air yep. this clip. That, that's you know, point, too. And didn't want to spoil Loki. Yeah. You know? They might have been sort of retroactively putting a little bit of a, a Doctor Strange teaser in there after the yes. response, you know, the response to him uh, being in it, or, yes. or, well, or, or not being in it, should yep. we say. Um, was, well, was it's like, like you had, oh, Andy, everyone, how you had mentioned before about the whole going backwards to go forwards. Forward. Yeah, yeah. Standing <laughs> out big time with this, you know. But everyone kind of when 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 it was sort of come out that he was supposed to be, or not supposed to be in it, that he was going to be in it, it was right an idea, until the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, and it was a strong idea, one that they were almost went with. Everyone kind of went, Oh, that would have been really cool. Like that's yeah. a shame. <laughs> so it's almost like they've gone, well, okay, look, this we can't put him in it now, but this is what we can do. We can do this. And if anybody of those eagle eye fans out there that might, uh, you know, spot it, um, that's a little nod just for you guys. Because we've seen now, you know, we've seen as we've gone on in the MCU, we've seen um, Marvel Studios, uh, they've definitely listened to fans. Yep. Oh, it's one of the biggest things uh, why they succeed so much is, you know, their interaction and the way they actually care, mm. you know. 100%. So um, 
Coming in. What's the other big bit of news? I don't think we really need to say it too much. Yeah. So yeah. The, the biggest one was they they dropped a new trailer for for Shang Chi. Shang Shang Chi, Shang Chi. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> uh, but the biggest thing was that trailer. It, it was very random. You know, I, I I understand the NBA playoffs are going on, so they kind of want the buzz around that. But they just dropped it out of nowhere. There was pretty much came no up the left field with that. Yeah, yeah. There was no rumors, and and they dropped it, and that. Uh, that trailer shows a couple of things. You know, the the biggest one is we saw Abomination, right? Uh, yes. Abomination's back. Well, I mean, it, an Abomination creature. We don't know if it's actually Blonsky yeah. or, you know, if it's Somebody a new else. one. So. Yep. But, or yeah. it's an Abominite yeah. or, or whatever. But, yeah, definitely saw what looked like uh, Abomination fighting Wong. And so what's Wong doing there? Now, the the, the time frame of the movie um, is during uh, post-Infinity War before right? Endgame. So yeah. during that five-year snap was was Wong out trying to make sure to, you know, protect things to fight in the tournament? Was he trying to make sure to see if he could get the 10 rings to protect it, you know, but with Dr. Strange being snapped, who was watching the sanctum, right? Cause well, that's like, know. um, did you see the comment I just had under your post about that? I think it was yours, Jerry. And, um, where during that time period, you know, obviously the duties of the sanctum would have fallen onto Wong. Exactly. And so any type of mystical stuff, any type of magical happenings would have alerted him and he'd have to be a part of it. So perhaps that's why maybe he, you know, felt that the 10 rings were being used and, you know, brought up. So we went to, you know, investigate it and either got caught up in it or, you know, he has to go through the tournament in order to reach the rings or something along those lines. Yeah. Or do you think maybe he kind of knew, maybe he had an inkling that Shang-Chi was going to be there. And he was yeah. trying to recruit Shang-Chi. Um, I don't know. That might be funny. Although I must say, I've got to just interject really quickly with something quite comical. Somebody on the group today said, maybe he was there just to earn a quick buck. And then somebody, <laughs> somebody then said, well, he couldn't even afford to buy a sandwich in Infinity yeah. War. Or was it a sandwich yeah. or a hot dog? Or yeah, something? it was like a tuna melt or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Tuna melt, yeah. 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 Well, it's I like I said, that you know, he's got to get that content up for the Only Wizards page, you know? <laughs> in the... Uh... But, the other thing too, it's like what, if it's abomination. What's abomination doing there? Is is did Ross in yes. there? Um, is Val is Val and Ross working together? Are they trying to recruit someone for, uh, the, you know, Dark Avengers Thunderbolts Initiative type thing? Um, exactly. Because abomination was supposed to be on the raft. Exactly. So what type of backdoor deals has Ross been making, putting pieces into play? You know, there's, there's some real chess game going on right now. Yeah, yeah I think we, I think we can hunt. I think we can almost guarantee that that's what's happening. I mean. There's no way that this is a coincidence. We're seeing all of these oh, characters no. yep. that are being introduced recently that are to do, you know, that are related to the Thunderbolts and the Dark Avengers and that whole Dark Reign yep. Um, yep. passage in the comics. And yeah, you know, Val coming in and, um, you know, we know a lot of these people are coming back. Um, Taskmaster, obviously, you know, coming up soon. Um, so, I, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine it's anything but that. And I think my personal opinion is Val and, Ross are working together. Yep. Oh, and absolutely. Also, too, and, and, about and the I power think, vacuum with the snap happening and, you know, yeah. the Avengers well, that's, kind yeah, of that's all my the theory of why the man yeah. is even starting so, to make an appearance. And, you know, just rewind in there a little bit. Just rewind in there a little bit. You, Jaren, you said it, and Jason, you've just literally just kind of said it as though everyone already knows this. Have I missed something? Is it definitely set in between in the five years? I thought it was. I could be wrong, I, but I thought it uh, was. Yeah, I honestly can't quote anything at the second, but I'm pretty sure I've read some really reliable stuff that it's it's pretty confirmed it's within those five years. Yeah, you both seem quite confident with that. I mean, I've not heard it, but that doesn't mean it's not true. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely there's that power that power shift, isn't there? Everyone's sort of eyeing for power in that exactly. time. The world's but, in um, chaos, you know? Exactly. It's a perfect yeah. opportunity for and these the villains stretched to... Out. Jump up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I think I think they've sent Abomination into that tournament either to not necessarily to recruit, maybe as a, a show of power, maybe yep. or. Oh, um, actually, I mean, an, an idea on that too. We don't know the extent and what size and you know of the tournament it is. Maybe Ross put Abomination in there as his hand, as his fighter yep. to try to reach the end game of it. You know. Yeah. 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 And, yeah potentially. The other thing too, it looks like Abomination has some changes to him, right? It looks like he yes, has some, uh, the yes. fins over the ears, and also now he's wearing a loincloth, which I thought was a tail at first, um, <laughs> but it looks like it's more of a loincloth now as I watch it many times. So, yeah, you know, it looks like there's some adjustments, and Abomination is looking more comic book accurate now. Well, I yes. think I think they're going to go the route where you know he's kind of evolved and gone yep. through these changes much the similar way that the Hulk has throughout yep. the movies, you know? So I, I think that's brilliant. I think he looks amazing from what so, I've seen so far. So it, hear me out. 
because uh, I don't know a great deal of Abomination from the comics myself. Okay, However, sure. uh, so obviously in the first, in the Incredible Hulk movie, uh, we saw him and he was naked. Yeah, no, no yes. pants. He was naked. Yes. No pants. So now we're assuming that he's got a loincloth on. Otherwise, there's something weird going on down there. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, a, ta- a, a tail. Yeah, a tail. Yeah, <laughs> quote unquote, a tail. Yeah. But yeah, so we're assuming he's wearing a loincloth. Um, he's obviously gained these fins slash ears, whatever they are. Um, so, and as you've just said, Jason, he's gone through. He's probably gone through some Ooh. sort of evolution. Well, wearing you think a he grew one? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No. So what I'm thinking is, if if he's gone through an evolution physically, has he gone through an evolution mentally? Because why would he be wearing a loincloth? He wasn't yes. bothered about wearing anything down there exactly. before. Just so like how grown... we have Professor Hulk now. This yeah, is what know. I'm saying. So has he grown a conscience now with that? So he's grown a conscience of himself, you know, a bit of humility. Like, so does he want to wear something, you mm-hmm. know, on his bottom yep. half now? Um, now, does that reflect anything that happened in the comics at any point? Like, was he just sort of this... Um, mindless beast and then progressed to yeah. have a conscience and have a personality? Or I mean, I don't he's, know. He was always very similar in terms of the Hulk along those lines where, you know, he has gone through changes in the comics where he did get, you know, some type of intelligence here and yep. there and stuff, but it was never right. to the point of like Professor Hulk Your style Hulk. intelligence yeah. where he was that much aware. He was, for the majority, he was just, you know, a swinging fist. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Now, here's a, here's a thought too with his evolution, especially with, with the Finnish type ears. You know, did Ross have him maybe investigating some stuff in underwater? You know, the whole, <laughs> the whole, um, literally under evolved. Wakanda, you know, was he also looking for Namor and Atlantia, you know, type of thing? So, or, or going at, uh, you know, searching for the protector. He's yep. been shown in the film, you know, underwater there. So, yep. yeah. So, that's that was something that I was going to bring up actually. My first instinct when I saw that was, oh, Bing Fang Foo. But uh, yes. it was very, very quickly kind of not necessarily shot down, but I kind of done my own research. And as yeah, they came out, and, yeah. Yeah. And as we've um we've we've spoken about before, and as we're gonna find out in a few weeks, uh or I say a few weeks, maybe a few months when we get um Morgan on to talk about Marvel Legos, which I know Jason's busting for. Sorry, I meant Jarian's busting for. <laughs> um the toys, the toys have often been um spoiler heavy so yes. i found i found that it wasn't fing fang foom it was the great protector um that was under the water with him so yeah that's another that's another little yeah, thing unfortunately yeah. they, they they came out and confirmed right away fing fang foom will not be in this film yeah, well, he, which i think is a good thing because he's got such a history and such yep. a story it honestly needs his own film alone to tell it right, right. well it was kind of funny because Lego once again which i have the set here if you can see oh, it put it yeah, over your chest yeah, yeah Lego once again um, this is the the set that has the dragon in it, and so Lego Ooh. sets for uh, Shang Chi came out very early. And I remember when they first came out, like, oh no, there's no dragon, there's no dragon. And then it's like, well, it's not Fing Fang Foom. Um, and now we're seeing in the latest bit that now they're showing it is the Great Protector. So we we saw him underwater. Maybe that's kind of his moment to to you where he kind of realizes his 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 purpose after being gone and so forth. Um, but yeah, uh, nice little thing there with Lego is Lego's always dropping something to give us clues and hints about the movie lines. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another I am, thing too, go sorry, ahead. Sorry. No, go on, Jaren, you go, you go. An- another thing too from the trailer, that same scene with Abomination and, and Wong, it looks like there's a shield in the background. You know? Yes, the one from, didn't we have this discussion uh, back in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier where, yeah. uh, and behind, um, yeah. uh, what's his name yeah. there? I've got to hold my hand up to that one because I remember you guys <laughs> on, our, on our group were going, there's a shield there. And I was like, there is not a shield there. Yeah, That's we had not to zoom in and kind of yeah, color you, it in for you. guys you. were all yeah. zooming in, outlining it. I was like, you've just drawn it on there. Now, <laughs> of course we can see it. You've drawn it there. And now actually... You definitely can see a shield there. Now, whether that's on a poster, whether that's actually there, where it come from, whose it is, what does it mean? I don't know. But well, I like the idea that maybe you know the wherever it's being taken place is the same that where that shot in Falcon and Winter Soldier took place with. You know, yeah, and and everyone's talking about um, it could be Madripoor where the tournament. Yes, Madripoor is huge. Yes, yeah, Yeah, that's definitely going to be playing a part in uh, Shang Chi. Madripoor is a huge location for him. So. And so think about, speaking of Madripoor, we saw Razor Fist too. And the, the the sword that he has, you know, is kind of tied to Madripoor. It's tied to Logan. It's tied to Wolverine, you know. Yeah. Could, they, could they potentially uh, tease Patch yes. in this movie? 
Like you had said, you, I think you had commented about yeah. it, Jaren, about just literally just dropping the name patch. You yep. know, I don't have to show them, don't have to go into, you know, any real Easter eggs, just a little name yep. drop in the background somewhere or written on a, you know, a receipt or something, yep. you know, whatever. Nice. I was just saying to you guys, weren't I, before we started airing, I've just started reading a bit of uh, Masters of Kung Fu and I've yes. just got onto the story where they introduced Razor Fist. And if there was one comic costume that they shouldn't have put in the movies, it was Razor Fist's knee-high leather boots and his leotard. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not quite sure exactly what they were thinking when they designed him, but <laughs> in the comics. But I'm glad that he don't look like that in this movie. So yeah, it was a it was a little bit risque, I think. There's another shot too that we saw in the trailer where it looks like they're going off to some mystical place, right? We we saw like a backdrop of a mountain. It looks like there's some kind of entrance um you know this will be a good time in this movie to reintroduce or tease a new iron fist you know there's history there with, with shang chi um also too the place they could be fighting or going to in the movie could it be kun Lao? yes kun Lao is typically in the himalayas up in the snow and that kind of stuff but we know how marvel likes to change things in the mcu to fit the story so if it's yeah. not kun Lao, but still yes but still, anything. This will be a good time to tease or reintroduce Iron and, Fist. Maybe and honestly, the, I got I gotta throw this in there. Like I honestly think Finn Jones needs a second chance with this. Yep. I think he would have made a great Danny Rand. It's just he didn't have much to work with. They rushed, you yep. know, the Iron Fist to Netflix way too fast to you know get into the group shot and stuff. So I like him. I think they can you know give him a second chance here with that. Do you yeah. know what I'd like to do? Just sorry, just I think we're going to need to move on in a minute. But I'll tell you what I'd really like to do actually is have an entire conversation maybe not yet let's wait for loki to finish first and then when, when we've when we've got time i think we're having an entire conversation maybe even bringing in a guest um about the netflix series yep yes i yes. think that might be a, that might be a nice conversation actually. Yeah. i mean i think we should because they're starting to integrate into the main mcu you know uh, a lot of rumors about you know daredevil being in yeah. spider-man you know yeah so that might be a good conversation no well, also yeah. some, of the, some of the reports, too, about everyone from, from um, Netflix is, is coming over except for um, Michael Cage. Coulter and, yeah. and, and Finn Jones. So, yeah. Which blows my mind because I mean, he was one of the spot-on yep. casts. I mean, yep. amazing act. He played the role to a T. Like, yep. how can you get rid of that? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that might be a good conversation to have, actually. Right, okay, so let's move on then. Um, I think we've we've picked apart that Shang-Chi trailer quite nicely. Um, and actually, let me rewind there slightly. When I say picked it apart, um, I don't think that was necessarily a review. And I think we said... No, episode, no. Yeah, and I think we said in episode one, we don't just want to sit here and review programs. We want to discuss them a little bit and just have a little bit of an open conversation as free guys, you know, and, and sharing the theories. Nerding out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So it's not a review. We're not, yeah, hopefully people can, can relate to that. So, yeah, okay. I'm looking forward um, to it. <laughs> yeah yeah me too yeah, yeah definitely sure. right okay so let's um let's bust into some some loki okay because we've had two episodes since we last spoke or we last had a, a podcast episode so first of all just just breaking it down really quickly we had the episode where he finally where he started working out that um this mysterious loki variant was hiding in apocalypses yep um, then we found out that this Loki variant was uh, a female, yep. whether that is Lady Loki, whether that is Enchantress, whether it is a mix of both, whether it's co someone completely different, you know, it's still yet to be totally confirmed. Obviously, she sets off the uh, time bombs. Yep. Um, we've got a theory coming on up on that in a moment. Um, and then we go into the, the, the third episode, which, um, which was just almost like a buddy piece, wasn't it, of the, of the two of them? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's... It was it was a hundred percent a filler episode, yep. but, but it was a filler episode done so perfectly. You know, it wasn't just filler crap stuff. It, it was it fit Should so I, well. It moved the story along so great. And I'll tell you I what I felt of. I'll tell you what I felt about this. Um, about the dialogue in in that episode in episode three. Um, obviously not quite as edgy, but yeah. it kind of. And this is a bit of a bold statement potentially, but it kind of reminded me of the dialogue that you would get in a Tarantino film. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, you know not, what? I can totally feel that. I, yeah. I, I know what you mean by that. And uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you look at, and, and obviously not necessarily the, the manner in which it was, it was, um, or the words that they were saying or the themes that they were talking about, 
but in the, the sort of relationship between the two characters, the, the dynamic two, the, between them, yeah, the dynamic between each having. other. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you look at um, John Travolta, Samuel Jackson at the beginning of well, yep. just look, it, was, fact, it was like you any know, they, part of Pulp Fiction. They were doing a dance with each other. You know, yeah. it was that yeah. back and forth, give yeah. and take. They found that rhythm between the characters, and it went so smoothly. You know, yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, like I say, you take any any particular part of Pulp Fiction, whether it's um, you know Jules and Vincent, or you know. Um, uh, Bruce Willis's character, or uh, Tim Roth and uh, Lewis. No, oh yeah, uh, yeah. or yeah. even uh, Reservoir Dogs at the end with with yeah, the well, character. Yeah, yeah, I mean any any let's say any Tarantino yeah. movie, and it had that. I kind of felt like it had those similar vibes, which is why I kind yeah. of enjoyed it. It, it only just reason. lacked some feet pics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or some feet jokes. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. also too, that episode was ve- was visually stunning too. Oh, the visuals in the episode were, were great. So. The, we got the whole time, you know, the the background on Lamentus One is just everything about it was unbelievable. I was in my jaw was dropped the whole time watching it. It, it was a it was a film style, you know, effects and stuff. It was amazing. And you, mm. you mentioned Lamentus One. Is that like an Easter egg to Annihilus, Annihilation Wave, the Fantastic Four? Maybe. Yeah, that you, could. You know? you know, that's what that was my first thought when they popped up and I saw it on the screen there and the title card. I was like, oh, yeah. I was trying to draw those connections, but. It was um yeah it's it's a it's a very um lesser known planet apparently it's on the sort of outer edges of the Cree yep empire yeah. um yeah so I'm not I'm not too sure about that. another thing I mean you can't I haven't really found anything on it yet but probably going forward maybe it might lead to it but um the date that they went to Lamentus twenty seven seven twenty seven set yeah yep. so that that might play a key role in something um, so. I'm glad you brought that up, actually, Jason, because that that's the, the point is, is everyone's like, well, why bother showing us that? Because it's now just exploded. Yeah, exactly. but it's exploded in 2077. 27. Yep. We are currently at 2023 in the MCU. So actually, we've got sort of 40 or 50 years of history yeah. that we could touch on Lamentless One. So, you know, I mean, we're not saying that it will. It might just, it really might be a, a throwaway planet that we don't really need to see again. But... Yep. You know, who knows? Um, The other thing, real quick about the Lamentus one, too, is, I mean, the wording itself, you know, lament from, you know, Latin, the way that Loki was lamenting to Sylvie throughout the whole episode, you know? So that was a nice little, you know, Easter egg, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, nice touch. I like that. I like that. So as we did uh, two weeks ago, after episode one, we got some fan theories um, uh, or some member theories, should we say, actually, from the group. Yeah. And we read them out here and we sort of discussed them. So uh, we'll do the same again. Like we said, we want that interaction between the podcast and the group. So here we go. So this theory is from uh, Alex Stroud. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's one. um, I think I I posted that up on the Instagram and on the page as well. So you guys can find it. So Alex is now now an MCU DNC plus celebrity because he's done. Well, I made him. um, I made him an expert. He's, uh, he's shown uh, a lot of knowledge, so yes. I gave him that title. That's because he's only shown the knowledge because he's been on our quizzes. Exactly. <laughs> speaking, speaking of our quizzes. Speaking oh, of our quizzes well, here we go. Here we go. No, here no, 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 no. He was on my on my team, so last quiz. And during the downtime between questions, we were actually coming up with some pretty nice theories between myself, Alex. Uh, I was talking to him. He was telling me about that Mark as well earlier so. today. Yeah, so that time right there, you know, was great for the quizzes because we're just coming up with theories and discussions and bouncing things off each other. So that, that actual fun thing of doing the quizzes. I wasn't going to go there where you think I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, we'll, we'll just go there anyway. Your team won, didn't it, Jari? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay, let's get into Alex's theory. So let's read Alex's theory out. So um, there is a little bit in this that has kind of been um, proved wrong in the last week from a trailer that we've seen of potentially Wednesday's episode. But yeah, you know, we'll forgive Alex for that one. So <laughs> here we go. The, the TVA variants are not only employees, but more or less prisoners by the TVA for causing nexus events. They have been brainwashed and Sylvie learned this by searching their minds. And, and she has never actually been to the TVA, which is the little bit that we think is probably yep. wrong because we think we've seen... Uh, a child version of Sylvie yeah. in the latest trailer, yeah? And honestly, the come, upcoming episode. Yeah, so we'll come to that, well. yeah. Sylvie has no intention of harming the variants and only wants to kill the timekeepers. No timekeepers, no sacred timeline, then the multiverse. She planned on throwing the sacred timeline into chaos at the end of episode two and then to infiltrate the TVA to find and kill the timekeepers with their forces dispersed across, the ti- across time. Loki will inform Mobius that he is a variant, 
when he is eventually detained by the TVA and he will discover the timekeepers aren't real and turn on the TVA, helping save Loki and Sylvie, who are to be killed, not reset. The real timekeeper is Miss Minutes, dictating the timeline and monitoring those in the TVA with future technology for Kang. Renslayer is in the know and Miss Minutes was made by a council of Kangs, the original quote-unquote timekeepers. Our Loki wandered into this by mistake, but will befriend Sylvie, and together they will burn the TVA down by dismantling the system and then leave to travel the multiverse together. Oh, what a happy ending that was, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, I loved that theory there because that got my brain going really well. And, you know, it made me think with Sylvie, what if, you know, what if her enchantment powers are the key to unlocking the you know the the variants minds and yes. you know and exposing the timekeepers and that's why she's not hunting the timekeepers they originally were hunting her to get rid of her because they knew that her powers were the key so yeah. now she's just basically getting revenge for them destroying her you know uh timeline and stuff trying to get at her so you know a little switch on the good guy bad guy thing like how uh andy you had mentioned before you know a big part of this is like how Loki even said it, you know, not all good guys are good, not all bad guys are bad, bad. type of thing. So that that's exactly where my brain went through with this. Yeah, definitely. I think we've definitely, 100%, we've got those vibes of who is bad, who is good. We don't know. We're, we're like, hold on, are the timekeepers good or bad? Is Renslayer good or bad? Is Mobius good or exactly. bad? We, we just don't even know at the moment. We, we and like with Renslayer, I think, yeah. I think it's a whole intention thing. I think she, she believes she's, you know, on the right side and that yep. she's doing good. But Kang's just twisted her so much that, you know, she's blindly following it and, you know, winds up pretty much being bad through it, you know? So yeah, let's go back on that, that angle real quick. So let, let's let's add another angle to this. So we are definitely see in a preview that we see what's probably most likely a young Sylvie at the TVA. Yes. So what if unknowingly they harness Sylvie's magic to originally mind wipe yeah. or enchant the nice. people of the TVA. Oh, what was that yes, purpose there? Like harvest yeah. stuff while she was young. And exactly. Yeah. Like, Did you why, just come up with that? Well, yes, I just thought about this now. Like, why are they <laughs> so young at the TVA? Yeah. Why are they wow. so young at the TVA? And so that's one thing there. The other thing, I'm completely sure there's something sinister with Miss Minutes, right? Yeah. The yeah. interaction. Well, with, they've, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the voice actress, Tara Strong, has come out and said there's a lot more to Miss Minutes' story, you know, that they're going to explore. So. Yeah, she said it in. She even said it in a, a dialogue, didn't she? She said, "Oh, yes, yeah. I keep." What did she say? I are keep you, are you time uh, stream in more ways than one, or something. Yep. Yeah, and also too, you know, when he asked her, like, "Are you alive, or are you just a recording?" and she's praying a little bit of both. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's definitely more going on with her. Yeah, hundred percent. One thing I caught interesting the whole Ravana and Kang and, and Miss Minutes thing is that um, I noticed this uh, last episode, and even in the first episode. Yes, I know there's three timekeepers, so. Most likely, there's always going to be one in the middle, but it kind of seems like at her desk or even when she's judging the placement. She, yeah, yeah, the placement. She's directly in front of the middle one all the time, and even well, I believe the middle one is the female one. Yeah, okay. I, forget, I forget the character's name, uh, but Ast, yeah, Ast, is it I S T? Yeah, something like that. I have no idea how to in, pronounce uh, no, it. No, I but. don't either. Mon Monty keeps saying it in the group. <laughs> yeah. Everyone keeps going, "That's Kang," and he's like, "No, it's not. It's Ast." Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but in, and even her office last episode, they 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 zoom into her desk. She's in front of that middle one, and they zoom out from it. Now, yeah. is somehow that the only timekeeper left? And Miss Minutes is that timekeeper. As an option Ooh. possibility. Oh, maybe, or maybe her, you know, subconscious was placed it, into Miss Minutes. Exactly. Or oh, okay, uh, right, yeah. Or if there's no timekeepers left, and Miss Minutes is actually the one in charge, and we're gonna get a, a Wizard of Oz like moment. I like that. Yeah. Determined. And I mean, also too, uh, my theory from the get go is uh, something is up with the timekeepers. I think somehow they're in um like a comatose type yep. of state. You know, where they're not actually doing the work right now. Yep. So have, it, have and you it's guys... being hidden. Have you guys seen Equilibrium with yes. Christian Bow? Um, with Christian Bow, yeah. So uh, it, yes. So it's a take on the um, night uh, on 1984, yeah. Yep. Orwell's, yeah, basically. Orwell's book, yeah. So it's a take on that. Um, and just for anybody that is listening or watching that hasn't seen Equilibrium, or maybe even for you guys that have forgotten a little bit, um, basically Christian Bow's character is uh, an agent of uh, a, an organisation that keeps people from committing what they call thought crimes which are crimes where people think freely 
mm-hmm. um, and think about things that are creative or anything like that. So it's basically a system of control to keep people in check. Um, Christian Bale kind of, um, I won't go into it too much, but he, he basically sees the light and, and he decides to take down this organization. He, he breaks into the organization's building, um, fights his way through, gets to the man at the top. And it's all this kind of smoke and mirrors kind of, it was all a load of rubbish. Like the guy doesn't even exist. Yeah. Um, I mean, he does. And, and I won't go into it. He doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does and he doesn't. But the point is, is that that is, that I think that is, is a, a, a pretty good structure, uh, a structural guess for what we're going to see in Loki, Absolutely. in yeah. that, in, and the timekeepers being that person. Absolutely. It and has Loki a huge being. big brother type vibe to it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it does. Yeah, they're they're sort of controlling, and it plays but, into and it plays into the Loki character as well. You know that fighting against the power. You know because yep. he, you know he sees yeah. that you know whoever you know like before it was always Odin. You know he saw Odin was just you know an iron fist type of ruler, and it's that rebellious type character. So it works mm. smoothly along those lines. Yeah, he's not a fan of authority, is he? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's um that's yeah that that definitely plays throughout his whole history in the mcu doesn't it everything everything that we've seen so far on screen he's yep. never liked anybody kind of telling him what to do i mean even and even if he looks like he does he's he's there waiting to manipulate the situation you know like he did yeah. with the grand master it was almost like and no, see I'm, that's that's know, actually part of one of my kind of going forward here to, um on why i think that sylvia is more enchantress is because all Loki's pretty much all loki's want to destroy the, whoever's in charge destroy the power and replace it yeah you know and t- Take that throne. So Lily doesn't seem to want that. She just wants to destroy it. She just wants to get rid of the timekeepers, kill them all. You know, it's it's. She's not trying to take their spot and get that power. She's just trying to get rid of that power. So I mean, that's kind of one of my thinking on that. My, yeah. my question is though, is she working with someone behind the scenes though, or is she working by herself? You know, I don't know. I mean, I, the, the way her chaotic storyline is going, I think it's more sporadic. I don't think there's yeah. much planned out with her. You know. I think I, I think she's working on the ring. I think she's working on it. I think I think she seems too passionate and too um, free spirited to be working with anybody. Yeah, and but, I, but she doesn't even want to. Work I mean, what's it? I, you know, there's rumors going episode. around about King Loki and stuff. Oh, actually, just jumping into that, I've got um, one of the theories from uh, one of the members that plays right into that uh, by Phoenix Swartz. He says, does anyone else think Loki is going to be loosely based on the agent of Asgard comics? With the timekeepers being a stand-in for the one who sits above in the shadow. Um, And he says, I'm getting similar feelings from the show as the comic with here being, you know, set in destiny and Loki rebelling against it. And I think that's, I think that storyline would fit very, very well into the, you know, where they're going with the Loki series, that that same Mm -hmm. thing. And if there is you know, somebody in the shadows on Sylvie's end of things, it, it would only make sense to be King Loki. Yeah. And, and we that, don't know. Richard E. Grant character. I was just about to say. Yeah, 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 that's, right. yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. He's still but, in it. We haven't seen him yet. Because there's, there's a key thing that she said last episode when, when they're in that shack on Lamentus 1. Um, this was in years. Uh, this, this plan was years in the making, right? Mm-hmm. So where does she get this knowledge of the TVA, how to disarm them, that kind of stuff? You know, did she plan this all well, by that's herself? That's where I went into with somebody else. It, it was them hunting her from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And like you said, maybe they harnessed her powers while she was yep. a child. And that's how she's gotten all this information, knows about them. I mean, because our Loki, and I'm sure all the other variant Lokis, have no idea that the, you know, timekeepers or, you know, these timeline TVAs even exist. Yep. So you know? I think, I think if, I'd, I'd like to break into just one last thing to just talk about before we close this episode off, but... Um, there's a, a few theories at the moment on how they're going to get out of this situation or, or really what even is this situation? So there's been a couple of suggestions that is this Sylvie... Is a trick? Yes. Yeah. Is this yeah. Sylvie playing Loki or is it potentially even Loki playing Sylvie? I mean, we did see Sylvie... A little bit try, of both. A yeah. little bit of both. <laughs> we did see Sylvie try and, and enchant Loki, mm-hmm. but it didn't work. And then Sylvie fell asleep on the train and woke up to this really weird situation yeah so I have questions is so is that all yeah i think i think there's, i honestly there's i don't i don't there, think i i don't think that her enchantment worked on loki i don't I, think i i don't think either enchantment work i think this is this is probably real and i think yeah, they're just, they're just about winging to die. It, yes yeah so, i think they're just about to die and i think mobius is going to turn up and they're yes. going to take him back to the tva but that's let's, my, go, let's well, go back to episode two. Um, yeah, go on, Jerry, the yeah, next go on. 
hold on the preview for the next episode it shows sylvie with the collar on and in custody of the tv yeah so. and there you go and that's kind of why i think they probably won't bother with the enchanted thing but i don't know go on joey yeah. you wanted yeah. to say something yeah so let's go back to the beginning of episode two right where loki explained duplication versus projection yeah oh, yeah 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 so that that's you know like i said marvel never does anything on you know by accident it's always on purpose yep. they had a big yep. thing about him explaining the difference so did he do any any projecting during that time? Like, for example, does he still have the which we know the, Loki the, always does? Yeah, the tempad, right? Was yep. the broken tempad a projection, right? Or yeah, and it actually wasn't broken. Yeah. yeah. And then the weird thing was that whole sequence with the train was kind of weird, right? Why did Loki mm-hmm. let, let down his guard, take his uniform off? They knew that uniform was their ticket onto the train. Mm, yes. You know. So I went back and watched this. Some things don't make sense. You know, he's out of uniform. You know, he's shown as a commoner. They go get the guards. He gets thrown off the train. The temp pad's broken. But also, too, they got to that city where the Ark was very quickly for someone on foot who was supposed to be on a train getting there. True, true. Some of those things don't make sense. Then the whole thing where they get to the city and that 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 power we haven't seen from Loki before, all of a sudden he sees that. Now yeah, people that, think, yes, that's yeah, what I love. People think he stole um, an Infinity Stone, possibly the Time Stone. Oh. But my thinking no. is here is though, didn't they say those time stones are, or I'm sorry, the infinity stones are specific to the universes they came from? Yeah, so how would he I know mean, which, even, which stone to, to take from even which universe? Then, I mean, Loki, if he had, he would have used them right away as yep. soon as he got out of the TVA. You know, yeah. and also to Loki, everybody doesn't see how powerful Loki actually is. I mean, there's a reason why Thor always feared him, you know, and what he did and his plans and stuff, because he he's an Asgard, he's a god, you know, and it, He's a frost giant, and Frigga taught him all this magic and stuff. He is beyond powerful. Mm. But, and but I, I was, think but was that whole done with the stones now? Can I be done with them for a yeah, little while? I think, I think we're done with them. I think there's no more infinity stones going forward. But no, my whole thing, though, were some of the, some of those things projections to build more trust with Sylvie in that oh, sequence. I guarantee. Like for example, that rock falling and him pushing that back was that a projection? Yeah, that you I know? could totally see him. Going. I definitely think there's trickery going on both sides here. To get and one well, that's to trust the, the other, even the in the core. face of death, in these last-minute situations, Loki is still pulling Steaming. his tricks. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? Seven. Wouldn't that be quite funny if if we're all sitting there going, "Yeah, it's Loki tricking Sylvie," and then there's yeah. other, up the other half are going, "No, it's Sylvie tricking Loki." And then actually, what they're both doing is they're both trying to trick each other. Well, I mean, they're, they're both, I, yeah, I wouldn't doubt thing. it. Yeah. yeah, no, right. absolutely. You know, and that's what I love. I mean, I was talking with a member. Sorry, I forget his name. Um, who is it? Uh, RM something, but um, RM Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. I was talking with him earlier. It's like, that's the best thing about this. That's what I love about the group, too, is, you know, we have all these crazy theories and these ideas, and we think we know what it is, and we go through and research on the comics and old movies and stuff. And then Marvel turns around and goes, ah, we're going to do it this yeah. way, and completely blows out the water. <laughs> and it's completely different from what we thought. And that's the fun part, you know, because <laughs> there's yeah. so many ways they can take these stories. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. just, I just, I just see here in the situation that Loki is scheming to get her caught. So he can get close to the timekeepers because that that's his main mm. goal is to get mm. to the timekeeper. So I think Loki's scheming this whole time. You know, the whole thing about hiding apocalypses that was pointed out for, for a big thing. So maybe it's not as you know, maybe it's not a projection, but there's just some scheming going on here. And he knows that Mobius will find them um, and bring them back if the temp pad is truly broken. Yeah. yeah, I think, and I, I think that is what will happen in the end. I think Mobius will find them. Yeah. Um, and he will take them back, and we're gonna see. I think goes. I think that's when we'll see kid uh kid Sylvie as well. I think they're gonna do you yes. know like a flashback thing while she's yes. you know under under arrest. For some yeah. reason though, I think Sylvie is kind of hella like in a way to me because I don't I don't well because she she tries something it doesn't work out she goes to violence. Yes, I know that that hella was more sinister, but I get a hella yeah, hella like vibe from her. Yeah, that, I mean I, but I, I I still get a vibe from her though. I'm just like, could she be tied to Hella and maybe from some some remnant of of odin's and hella's earlier conquest that we don't know about because Proud. they changed up hella for the mcu so why not i think so the when it comes to that tying them two together i think it goes back into their character and you know their intentions and yeah. the type of violence i mean sylvie doesn't seem you know vicious violence no, i was you know, just about similar to how that. loki is he hurts people because he has to it's a it's a means to an end for although, them you know although i do think i do think sylvie looks like she enjoys a fight yes yeah absolutely and, and that's, so that's where i'm coming from you know yeah, yeah. she yeah. almost so does loki. When she was in the TVA um, and she tried to enchant yeah. that guard and it didn't work. She kind of had a smirk when she knew she yeah, had yeah. Sort of, yeah, she sort of went, oh, I've got to fight people yeah. now with my fists. Like, we'll do this like, the fun way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's but it. I also, yeah, also yeah. think too, though, is that member that Odin kind of 
manipulated and used Hella for a purpose until he didn't anymore. Then he sent her away. Mm. So is Sylvie being manipulated and used for a purpose? And then she got sent away as well. Another angle there, especially with the whole thing with the agents of Asgard and the one who controls uh, or sits above and possibly old King Loki being tied in here. So there's some, I, li- I you know, like the idea here. of it that, you know, in Sylvie's timeline, she's Loki's daughter. I liked yeah. that a lot, you know, because yeah. I mean, they kind of twisted that up with Hela. Hela is actually, you know, Loki's daughter. Yeah. They made a sister, you know, so they could pull another twist like yeah. that on him. And she hated being called that name as well. Yeah. Like she well, hated throughout being the whole Loki. episode, she made but it very clear. clear. I yep. am not you. Yep. Yeah. You know? And, and, so. and that's two it, episodes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if, if she was, if she was a Loki, like, why would it, I don't, I can't, I don't understand why it would matter if, or why she would feel that strongly about not being called that. Exactly. Unless Loki someone, is an arrogant you know, by nature. You know? Know. And, yeah, and if, you know, like if um, you see it in real life, don't you? So if someone's become estranged, uh, estranged mm. from a parent or a yep. sibling, they're like, no, don't. Don't associate. Exactly. Don't want to be. Yeah. Don't want to be connected. You know, to them. Yeah. you know. They change their. They might change their name, uh, mm-hmm. their surname, to 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 get create distance between themselves and this person they don't want to be associated with. And it's like, no, my name, my surname isn't Smith or whatever it might be. Exactly. No, don't associate me with that person. And it's almost like she doesn't want to be associated with Loki, not because she is Loki, just because no. she doesn't want to be something associated. went around. Yeah. Like she was. Wait, what I'm thinking is Loki. maybe her father, so, sorry, Loki or his Loki is. That you know, maybe screwed her over and gave her to the TVA or something like that. You yeah, know, and yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, she has yeah. that gripe with him. Yep. And I could totally see at the end of the series, you know, our Loki making up to her and you know, be like, listen, I'm sorry that your scumbag father Loki did this, but I'm not like that. Not all Loki's are the same or something, yes. you know. Yeah, yes, like yes, maybe yes, like yes. maybe she's estranged from old King Loki. He's the one that's truly behind the curtain of the TVA and did yeah. something. Because in the comics, he was yeah. extremely yeah. evil. You yeah, know, because well, we've got a time too and change things. So we've yep. got to see, we've got to see Loki's. So, so, so this Loki that we're seeing is, 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 um, uh, Avengers Loki. Yes, 2012 Loki. So he hasn't gone through that whole character arc nope. of, nope, of what we saw in uh, Dark World, of what we saw in Ragnarok, of what we saw in Infinity War. We've not Although seen. Although I gotta say, it that. does feel like it the way he's playing he, this character. He, he but, caught up very quickly, didn't he? But yeah. I think we've got to see that that redemption almost as well. Absolutely. So is he that going to be his redemption? But mm-hmm. also think about this too. So maybe there was a timeline like we're seeing here, because the, remember the TVA got on Loki very quickly when he got away with the Tesseract, right? Yeah, like and that. So yeah. yes, there was like quick, so like they're waiting for him. So maybe there was a timeline where he did escape 2012. Remember he said his purpose was to conquer Earth, or sorry, conquer Midgard, conquer yep, Asgard, yeah. conquer the nine realms and the yeah. universe, right? So maybe yep. there was a scenario where that happened. That's it. That's old King Loki, that to the one that that's estranged from with Sylvie, and that's, that's why the TVA was so quick to jump on him. See, that was my theory from before before yep. we were introduced to Sylvie was I thought the variant they were hunting was going to be so you know, yeah. a Loki who escaped that yeah. situation and they, you know, reset time to try it yep. again, you know? Yeah, nice, nice. All right, look, lads. Well, I well, think one, more, one more thing oh, before we go, one more thing, though. So, uh, Jason, you and I had a conversation last night when I talked about the whole, the way that Ravana sits in front of the timekeepers yes, and it's yes. always that focus one. And you mentioned the, the exiled Ah, yes. timekeeper and, and that uh new clip there yeah yes. there, there was a fourth timekeeper well i believe it was while they were time twisters yep but yep there was a fourth one and he was exiled to egypt and in the, the new clip um i don't i haven't been able to find it on youtube or anything but uh on instagram i found it and it was in uh spanish but it shows a real quick flash of mobius you know driving through egypt in the desert and it shows the shadow of one of the sphinxes in the background so and- Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, one of Kang's um, <laughs> personas was uh, Ra- Ramu Tut. Ramu yes, Tut, exactly. exactly. Yes. And is that so that's who- what I'm thinking. Maybe, you know, Loki and Sylvie, you know, figure it out somehow and they're going to recruit him or get information from him to how to stop the timekeepers. Or, yeah, or uh, that's going to be real interesting. Or is he the secret analyst for Ravana? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though I think it's Peggy because of the pin and Roosevelt and SSR. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. That and, you know, and also, too, I'm thinking but, they're going to need him because if the rest of the timekeepers are comatose or, you know, inhabilitated yeah. for some reason, you know, he's the only one left who has been in that position to, you know, correct all this. And it makes sense. 
Yeah, it's going to be so. interesting to see what happens. That is for sure. Jacked up. Right. Okay. I think we should um, we should round this one up now because uh, these people have probably got to get back to work. That's wild. Um, this time flies by. It's <laughs> it, amazing. Does. it does. We're, it does. It does. Definitely. We're closer to Black Widow as well. Just yes, yes. Don't mess up yeah, Taskmaster. Please do Taskmaster no. justice. <laughs> and our next our next episode is going to be a preview for Black Widow. That's coming at you. Um, Next oh yeah yeah i want to explain that real quick for the mandy how we're we, gonna we, we will do we'll do that we'll do that in due course but that's going to come out on the 5th the 9th of july our, that our was the 9th no 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 no, not loki no not loki oh. our episode yeah that's bad oh, yeah, yeah, you sorry. want to explain it <laughs> yeah sorry okay gonna, right we're gonna okay, do the so black widow preview then, yeah we're uh, gonna do we're gonna do a black widow preview that's gonna be our next episode a black widow preview which is going to come out on the 5th and then um we're also going to do uh, wrap up Loki, which will be our following episode, and we'll also do a Black Widow review as well. Yes. All right, so that's going to all be coming at you in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely talk about Black Widow on our next episode on our Black Black Widow special, really. Um, but let's Can't wrap wait. this up today. Let's uh, yeah, no, neither can I. So let's wrap this up then. Um, so we've uh, we've we've had a good discussion about Shang Chi there. Um, really got into that, that trailer. I think that's probably. That's, we've picked that trailer apart really well yes. today oh, yeah. and really discussed that. That's we been a really, covered that, that was, great. Yeah, that was a good conversation. I enjoyed that. Um, some really good Loki theories from, from Alex and from you guys as well. Well done. Um, so last thing just to do, yeah, is we've got the, the, as Jason mentioned at the top of the podcast, we've got the competition, the talent competition that we was running. We've had some great entries. We've had a, a group, just, just picking some out, we've had a group cake. Somebody made a group cake. Yeah, yeah. We've had uh, some cross-stitch and some knitting. We've had some fantastic drawings, some uh, paintings. Um, we've even had um, a, uh, a track, like a song, that's been produced. That's been, oh, I didn't uh, see that one. Yeah, I didn't see yeah that one it's either. fantastic by uh, Sebastian. It's been brilliant. You have to have a listen to it. I but didn't know he gonna... did that. That's yeah, cool. yeah. It's really good. It's really good. But uh, listen, so what we're going to do with those is uh, there's going to be a new post on the group on Monday. With all of those, it's going to be, um, it won't be a poll. I won't do it as a poll. We'll just do it as each entry, as a comment. You're going to we'll, hit. We'll your... put it in the announcements top of the Yeah, page, definitely, so. yeah. Um, but you hit your like on, on the entry. Whichever one's got the most ent- uh, most likes after our, our open poll period, our public vote period, we'll win the uh, competition. We'll announce that um, on our next um, episode or episode yeah five potentially and while you're voting on those make sure to go like the page as well follow like our page yeah you know that's mcu dnt plus page and also the, uh with me over on the instagram that's mcu underscore dt and if you want more news on it uh remox got the tumblr yep. uh you know for the mcu dnt plus so we got a lot of things for you guys to do yeah big we've expanded yeah big shout out to remark for doing his uh his tumblr his news fetch our, our intern yeah <laughs> our intern i like it one day one day you'll be up there um but yeah so um no we've, we've got some good stuff going on and remember guys i don't know where these people are listening to this podcast but you might be watching us on youtube you can get this podcast on itunes on amazon oh, music on spotify um on andy um, hooked us Peter. up yeah man yeah we're all over the place um so that's uh, that's it from us from this episode guys Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Hopefully you've got some information and it's going to spark a load of conversation on the group again the next two weeks. All right, so, um, yes, take care. We'll see you again. Have a good week. See you next Tuesday.